This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, we got The Exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. Chris says, I ruined the openings. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode, yeah, let's call it 12. I'm Chris. No, I'm, I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And he's Brett. And this time around, we got The Exorcist, circa 1973. Tight. Not that new one they haven't made yet to ruin it. Ruiners! Ruiners! So we open up in uh, Iraq. Allegedly. Alleged Iraq. Supposed Iraq. We're gonna figure this out later. Me and Chris were arguing, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm right, so it's cool. Probably. And we, uh, we see this elderly gentleman... At an archaeological dig. A big old mess. And they find uh, something. It's a thing. Some kind of medallion. Yeah, some some kid in short pants goes a running through. They find he's got a, some kind of thing and he speaks in some kind of moon language. And, and then uh, they find uh, next to the medallion there's a Pazuzu head. Uh, details are sketchy on Pazuzu, but I hear he has a serpentine penis. On the Wikipedia. Argue with them. Yeah, take it up with Wikipedia. You can go edit it if you want. It's fine. They don't mind. That's what it's there for. Bada boom, bada bing. And then we cut to uh, Georgetown here in the good old U.S. of A. Is it really Georgetown or are you just saying Georgetown? No, it's really Georgetown. Right. I believe it was, in uh, what you call it, like a subtitle? I don't recall. I know it's Georgetown, though. Yeah, I bet you do. And uh, we meet up with some lady who's an actress Hereby, actress lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Actress ladies? Oh, not, In movies? Not, oh, no, see, she's not just an actress in the movie. She also is playing an actress who is in the movie. You could have explained it better the first time. I could have probably explained it more poorly the second time, though, as well. So, that's fine. True? And she's uh, making a movie. It's about screaming people in front of a building. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> they sure are worked up about their cause. And an uh, Italian preacher man sees it, looks on with uh, uh, feelings in his eyes and his heart. He does, he does have the emotion he, at him. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's happening at this point, really. And Preachers, then, uh, they have emotions. Iraq, you know, Georgetown. And an uh, actress lady says that her daughter, Reagan... That's my niece's name. Coincidentally. Coincidentally. Not named after that Reagan. Named after President Reagan. That's a lie. My sister just liked the name. Oh, good. We're starting with the lies already. It's. it's I a, said it was a lie. It's a new record. Not Does even. Does it change nothing? What are we like three no, minutes? No, we're lying? not even three minutes deep, and I already told. I I was I lied honestly. I told him I lied. You lied honestly. That's that's a real trick. Amarillo, Texas, is the birthplace of the stoplight. It sure is. It sure is. But uh, actress lady says that her daughter Reagan seems to be acting a little funny. <laughs> not quite uh, normal. Not the norm. She takes her in for a, it's just a routine checkup. It's a routine 1973 checkup. True. <laughs> and they take them off for their fucking leeches and, I don't know, tubes they've ripped out of televisions and Tesla coils and a lot of vacuums. And uh, not only is Reagan acting funny, but there's some strange happenings in the home in the attic. You can hear some kind of... A ruckus? Or, yeah, a kerfuffle, if you will. A kerfuffle? If, if I may be permitted. Is that Yiddish? Yep. Really? I don't know. I didn't think you did. I don't. I've had too much Takate and not enough knowledge of Yiddish. A what? And so, uh... Hey! Drink. Oh, hey, oh. And so there's just general disarray at the house. 
the kids acting goofy. The doctors, Dr. Fire. No medical handguns, though, which is kind of a disappointment. She has a, uh, she has a touch of an episode at the doctor's office. She passes out, I believe. She kind of prances around the doctor's office when nobody's in there. And just kind of falls over. And, uh, meanwhile, we cut back to Mr. Uh, Italian Preacher. And he's hanging out, chilling with his mom, who seems to have some kind of medical ailment. She's got the... She, she's been overcome by the vapors. She's got the vapors. Not the vapors. And she's not she's not doing well. And they have a little, I don't know, they talk or something. something. They have some kind of awkward back and forth, something about Italian sick moms, who knows, preachers. And then we cut back over to Actress Lady Reagan's house, where they're having a fantastic dinner party for all of her influential Hollywood friends. So we're going to call the chick that plays, the actress that plays Reagan's mom, the actress lady? Yeah, that's what we're going Aren't with. Aren't they all actresses? Except for the men? Are we going to do this? So we're we just going to call them all actress and actor and leave the audience confused as shit because they don't know who's doing what because everyone has the same name? I uh, No more or less confused than they generally are while listening <sighs> to this, I would say. I guess. Whatever. Whatever. But they're having a little party. <laughs> and, you know, they're drinking and, and drinking... Drinking and drinking. I like the uh, the drunk 1970s movie director. Yeah. He's fun. He's got a rad turtleneck. He's probably on the Quaaludes. I would assume. Or poppers. I think that was the thing they did in the 70s. They were probably popping Quaaludes. They were popping Quaaludes. They were boiling and sniffing the, sniffing the fumes. That's what I do. That's how you use your, your pharmaceuticals too? Yeah. It's... Like, man, I got a headache. Let's boil some Tylenol and smell it. They don't even have to be pharmaceuticals. I just throw something in a boiling pot of water. I don't even care. What is that? Is that some thyme? Throw it in there. <laughs> I want to smell it. Let's see what happens. Smell it hard. And Reagan, Reagan comes down in the middle of this sweet socialite gathering of Hollywood elites and makes the pee on the floor <laughs> and informs the gentleman that he's going to die up there. Woo! We are drinking a... Uh... Cate and I got an old Milwaukee and we had some mezcal and it's a Mexican. I just wanted to blurt that out. Yeah, old Milwaukee, Mexico. Yeah, whatever. I'm pretty sure that Milwaukee's in Mexico. It is. Old Milwaukee is. Shut up! You a lie? You be tripping, dog. But after Reagan's little urine show, (laughs) actress lady, best kind of show there is. Actress lady just tries to play it off. Does her best. But then she takes her back to the doctor. Doctorb? The Doctorb. Does the B stand for bargain? It does, in this case. we get in trouble for references? Too late to worry about that now. It's all right. I don't think our massive audience is going to rat us out. Thanks, both you guys. Thanks, all of you threes. Three? Three ain't both, dumbass. <sighs> you just keep on talking, don't you? Both is two! So they go back to the doctor, and they strap Reagan in the tracheotomy brain scan machine. <laughs> Which sounds like an assault rifle. Oh, then it makes that sound like drums. I don't really understand bang, what bang, this thing is. Bang, bang, I can't tell you the last time I did not go to the doctor into the giant seven or eight Polaroids coming at you at once bang machine to figure out why there's so many swirls in my brain. It's pretty great. I wish I had one for myself. It's routine. It's, we have one in the garage. We do it before the podcast. That's why we sound inebriated. So after this completely non-invasive procedure, so many x-rays, they look at the brain, the brain pictures, and it's got little swirlies about it, and they're like, eh, it's Professor Doctor's like, he's like, this is probably okay, I'm not a real doctor, 
but I saw a real doctor once tell me about some stuff, and I'm pretty sure this is fine. <laughs> we talked to a guy. And they say they don't they don't know what the deal is with Reagan, and they send them on their way. They don't know what to do. Case closed. Nineteen seventy three medical technology. Well, we can't figure it out you're healthy. Another successful diagnosis by Duck Dorbs. And then we cut back to Italian Italian preacher whose poor mother is now in some rundown asylum. Yeah, because she's old and feeble, and that's where they go to houses where they have the old people. And she dies. She dies. It's sad. I guess if you're not into that. I felt the human emotion sadness when it occurred. You're a lie. I am a lie. And then we cut back to, uh, I want to say we cut back to some more doctoring. That sounds pretty right. Yeah, where they're at the, there's some kind of doctor in meeting where they're talking to actress lady. <laughs> and they say, hey, we don't know what's going on. But so we've, we've, got, hear... we've, 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 we've got a bunch of actors and actresses talking. This is, this, you pick that. Of all the things you could go the whole time with, that's, this is what you pick. And you've digressed. So they're all sitting around in a boardroom discussing about how they don't know what's really wrong. But they hear good things about the exorcisms. That's a legitimate 1970s doctor-approved remedy. Yep, FDA. For brain malady. <laughs> brain malady. General brain maladies. Well, you have to do it when you have your Polaroid drum. And who do they happen to come across to perform said exorcism? Superman? Uh, yeah, Superman. Christopher Reeves. No, no, no. Brandon Roth. Uh, I don't I don't I don't even know who that is. He was the new Superman. What? In that one where he killed a guy. Superman killed a guy. Yeah, that happened. I remember that. Lex Luthor? Uh no, I think it was General Zod. But, Wolverine. But none of this matters. You've digressed. I have. Again. I'm terrible with at that. With your constant digression. So we meet up with Italian preacher man. Preacher man. Wasn't that a song? Uh y- y- no, it never was. You're a fool. Oh, well, continue. An Italian preacher man talks to actress lady, and they strike up a little deal where he's going to go give it the once-over, pass it up to the higher-ups at the church? Catholic church. Yeah, yeah, that's where rabbis come from. Yeah, totally. So, uh, he says, okay, I'm going to come on over. I'll give I'll give it a little glance. We'll see if you got a real exorcism or one of those fake fake possessions you yeah, always fake exorcisms. Fake exorcise the demons. Fake session. So they, uh, they get the doctor, they get the doctor. I always said he was a doctor, he's a preacher. They're all actors. So the preacher man shows up. Preacher man. And, and the effects of this movie are pretty good for 1970s, the early 70s especially. Reagan looks sufficiently unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah, the, the effects in this movie throughout are really good, especially for being 1973, but it's just a very well done movie. And he, he says, all right, you know, he gives her some preliminary questions like you do with an exorcism. See if this is the real deal. You gotta give her the test. And that's when Reagan, or more precisely, the devil... Satan! Lets him know that, uh, hey, I'm the devil. Reagan's Satan! Still in here. Yeah, that's that's good. Keep doing that every time I say devil. That's Satan! Spectacular. And he, say it again! No, it's over. It's done. Say it again. Nope. Don't say what again. Say what again? What? They speak English and what motherfucker? Oh, I got you good. So, Italian preacher. Preacher man. Has this demonic entity point out <laughs> some facts that he couldn't possibly be privy to. Which particular demonic entity? Not specified. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was specified. For the sake of this podcast, not specified. <laughs> True. <laughs> and that's when uh, 
the possessing demon points out that he, he knows all about the fact that his mother died. And his, his mom's is in there, too. And it's on him for putting her in that ratty asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, society. Yeah. Who, too, told society to take that? Yeah, somebody I don't remember. You're a liar. Not a direct quote. It's more of a paraphrase. The devil. Satan! Oh, good. You did it yourself. That's great. That's... <laughs> you wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah, I know. That was only the thing. So, he decides that he's got enough to go to the higher-ups in the Catholic Church. To get a, some kind of double exorcism? Yeah, he's got to get permission to exorcise the demons and such. So, he lays it on... I don't, what outranks a priest? I don't even know if priest is a Catholic thing. Let's say... Super priest? Super priest. He Su- goes... He goes to the super priest. Satan! He's super priest day. Now. Yes, never mind. I'll well, that's definitely not a song. That thing I said was a song, I think. That thing you said there was Chris. And uh, the super priest says he's got just a fella. He knows a guy. He's got a guy for this kind he's of thing. He's got a guy that's got a guy. He says, you know, it's this dude. He was doing something with archaeology. I don't know. I just, I just pay him to leave. I don't pay him to stay, if you know what I'm saying. Bada boom, bada... No, you're fucking doing it! I did. Stop! I'm sorry. I apologize. Listen, guys. Chris does this New York accent thing. He gets stuck in his head at work because he's worked at Bob Evans for two and a half fucking eons. And he has to do something to make him not blow his brains out of the back of his skull. So he talks like a 1930s gangster. I don't know if it's 30s. Shut up! And uh, he just he does it all the time. And it's cool, but this podcast, you know, this is how we pay our bills. He can't be fucking around. Yeah, we rake in tons of hard cash. Yeah, money. Stacks. I need a rubber band to keep it all together. You know what I'm saying? Filthy stacks of money. It's gross. Never Episode put, two! Never put money in your mouth. It's gross. Yeah, no, I don't eat money. So they meet up with the uh, old preacher... Fresh off the Iraq uh, circuit. The old Iraq circuit. And they decide they're going to give this thing a good old-fashioned exercising. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if that's the appropriate, appropriate way to phrase that. Verbit. Yeah, I'm not even sure how to... To look. exercise, so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of them, uh, what so, do you call them, uh, a homonym? Exercise and exercise? It's a palindrome or something, I don't know, whatever. That's not a fucking palindrome. <laughs> whatever, it's a, it's a metaphor. I don't, I don't know, I'm not an English major. Logarithm. Yeah, totally. It's some complicated math involving Greek letters, so I don't understand it. So, Italian preacher and old preacher head on over Mm -hmm. to actress lady and Reagan's. And at this point, since Reagan has just been flippity-floppity, being all crazy, what with the possession and such, they got her all strapped down to the bed, and uh, some some disturbing things happen. Boing-oing-oing-oing-oing? No, no, not now, not ever. <laughs> inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate. A lot, yeah. Yeah, that's shit. Oh. Sorry, guys. Eh. <laughs> Edit. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what to do right now. <laughs> you got me all messed up with that. Oh yeah, I did bad. So they go in. Italian preacher and old preacher go in to. It exercise. sounds like they starting a really good joke. <laughs> yeah. So an old preacher and Italian preacher go into a thing. <coughs> yeah, that's it. There's no punchline. But up up. And when they enter the room, and it's freezing cold. Freezing cold. Whereas earlier, it was presumably room temperature. It was moderately tempered. Mm-hmm. And they start performing your uh, your exorcism rite with, uh, you know, something about Bibles. There's some holy water. Yes. Reagan is saying some 
super choice phrases. Yeah. Yeah. She said a lot of things we haven't gotten in depth to. That's that. That's when the movie gets good. When they finally get in the room with Reagan. This movie is. It's a good movie, but it's until they get in the room with Reagan for the exorcism. It's just. <clears throat> oh, that was a bad. One. That's when all the good stuff happens. And up to this point, Reagan has done some interesting things in the meantime. Before the preacher men show up, uh, she uh yells about somebody's uh cunting daughter, I believe. Yeah, that's not a verb. Uh. Possibly does a thing with the crucifix I'm not comfortable talking about a nine-year-old girl doing. Yeah, yeah. No, she she masturbates with the crucifix, and there's a lot of blood. It's gross. She yells something about her cunt and Jesus Christ, so... Yeah, like you do. Like you do. That's why people were running out of the theaters vomiting in the 70s. So they go, they start performing the ritual. The exorcism. There's some holy water. She doesn't much care for it. It burns! Reagan starts yelling all sorts of obscene things. Lots of obscene things. There's some gross vomit stuff. Gets on Preacher Man's, uh, I don't know, Preacher, preacher Scarf? Clothes? I don't, I don't even know what that thing is. His uniform? Yes, Preacher Scarf uniform, or whatever. Preacher Scarf uniform, whatever. And it all becomes too much for them to bear. They become overcome with the... Vapors. Thank you. So they're gonna, they're gonna decide to take a little rest. Old preacher is uh, taking some heart medicine. Italian preacher goes back in, and Reagan sees her opportunity and strikes. And uses the voice of his dead mom, which was doesn't he? Doesn't he see her as his dead mom at first? Yeah, he goes in. She looks. She he sees his dead mom for a second. Yeah, and then it's all back, and it's just Reagan talking with his dead mom's voice. And he's, he's not handling it well. It's poor, no, poor at best. I, I, I don't blame the fellow. I mean, I wouldn't take that well. But thankfully, old preacher shows up and tells him he better get his shit together. Yeah, bada boom, bada bing. Because we got some serious exercising business to do here. Mm-hmm. She breaks free from the restraints. There's some floating. It's like that Flo- part in Ghostbusters. Fl- floating. 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 Not doing it. Not having it. <sighs> I don't believe in gerunds. Jaren's? Yeah, that's a real thing. It is? Google that. No. Yeah, I didn't think you would. You a sucker, Bill. You a sucker, Bill. <laughs> and they they get her to kind of calm down. Her eyes kind of turn white. Yeah, they fixed her. Or did they? And Mr. Preacher Man, the old man, says, Hey, yo, Italian preacher. <laughs> you seem pretty shaken up. Why don't you go take a little breather? I got this for a minute. He gets... Oh, did you hear that? He said breather. Yeah, he was very respectful. He said a whole word. No, I'm talking about you. <laughs> and he says, "Okay, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go catch a catch a breath of fresh air." And old preacher keeps on keeping on, gets out some more holy water, splashing it around, Bible quotes and such. And when Italian preacher comes in, he finds old preacher dead. So he does what I would recommend anybody does in a time of crisis with a person, and he slams both fists into his sternum for approximately seven yep. and a half minutes. I was a uh, STNA, and I went to CPR class, and that is how you do CPR. You get both your fists together as hard as you can, and just pound their chest until you shatter their sternum. And that's the secret of life. Everybody knows that's where your soul is, is in your sternum, and the only way to set it free back <laughs> into your body is to smash it into little pieces. It's like those glass things with the fire extinguisher. You gotta break it in order <laughs> in case to of emergency. save somebody. In case of emergency. So needless to say, <laughs> this gentleman's medical training doesn't seem to help. 
and he's just he's just had enough of all this demon possession dead thing nonsense so he does what anybody would do and he starts face punching a nine-year-old girl (laughs) he starts grounded pounding her what else would you do it's like an mma fight up in this place mount up and say ufc Except for mount up and punch her in the face. I will not. There are more things out there besides just your precious United Fighting Champions or whatever it is. Ultimate Fighting Championship? Well, I don't care. Whatever. Stop! No. Yeah! Maybe. God. You did so good last time when you were doing this for a week or so. I'm a lot more drunker. Drunker. Ugh. So old preacher sitting there on top of Reagan punching her in the head. <laughs> and he's... He thinks, hey, maybe this has gone astray on me a little. <laughs> this doesn't feel quite right. <laughs> the last time I was punching a nine-year-old girl in the face, I got in a lot of trouble. So he, he stops. <laughs> like you do. Like you do after you get a good couple licks in on the defenseless nine-year-old. <laughs> good about seven or eight. Shit. She learned her lesson. <laughs> oh, and, fuck. and he says, hey, why don't you, why don't you just take me? And, and the demon there says, hey, that's a great call. I'll pick you up on your delightful offer. Okay. Little John reference. Great. Great. I can't use terrible yeah! accents. But you, what? You can Little John over there. That's Okay. Not cool. Not cool. What? I'm done. Thank the Lord for, for that. Yeah. Uh, I should have known. So he, he convinces the demon to hop over into his uh, gutty works. Gutty works. I love that fucking word. I use it all the time. People just stare. And so he gets the demon up in his business. <laughs> right to the business. And jumps out of the window, down a flight of stairs. And becomes dead. And instantly, 73 people <laughs> are at the bottom of these stairs. All those eyewitnesses that weren't there a split fucking second ago. I don't understand. <coughs> it possibly because I was asleep on a skateboard. <laughs> Oh, no, you weren't asleep, remember? You yelled. Now, I admitted when I fell asleep during Teeth last week. Yeah. I will admit when I fall asleep during a movie film. And I did not fall asleep during this movie film. You were trying. I did my best. (laughs) But you fucking... You can't even go to sleep right. I am a failure. damn, Chris. My heart is full of sadness. bad. And my guts are full of Tecate. Okay, true. And, uh... That's pretty much it. Reagan comes through, doesn't remember anything that happened. True. The demon Pazuzu devil whatever, uh, presumably, uh... Who was it that possessed her? What'd they say they were? Pazuzu. The devil. Satan! Okay, there. That's one more for you. <laughs> he presumably, I don't know, moved to an upscale apartment on the east side. Moving on up. To that deluxe apartment in the sky. I. That's racist. Yeah, maybe a little. A lot. And uh, that is a very poor synopsis of The Exorcist. Yeah, it's The Exorcist, I mean. So, Mr. Brett, what are your feelings on The Exorcist? I like it. It's, uh, it's not the first Possession movie. You can go way back to, like, the 30s and catch a Possession movie. But it was the first Possession movie like this, for lack of a better term. It was the first Possession movie... Put out to mainstream audiences that was that offensive. Because 1970, I mean, you, you think like dog years, you know. Like now, that movie, the uh, the language and what happened and whatnot with the nine-year-old girl saying words like cunt and whatnot. 
Now that's yeah, it's whatever. But 1973, that was a whole different story. This movie had people freaked out in theaters. They've slowly released more and more unrated copies of it. I think the one we have has 10 minutes on what IMDb said. It's just, it's a great movie. It's one of the pivotal horror movies in history. Not the best podcast movie. I mean, I yelled Satan a lot, but it's, uh, no, I, I love The Exorcist. There's a, I own it. I brought it to Chris's house, so. That's got to count for something. There's a reason. Because it was $2? True. That's American money, by the way. American. I converted all my money to Canadian because there's a better rate on it. It's worth more. What are you talking about? A boot. I think that it's okay. I wouldn't say it's great. I would say that it so was... So what do you think, Chris? Oh, heavens. I, I will now say what I think. <laughs> uh... I could see that this was probably a much more impactful film in 1973. The effects are all really good. It's Even see... now, it's still fairly... a unpleasant to see some of the stuff this kid's doing so tell me if i'm putting words in your mouth but you don't think this movie impacted modern day exorcism movies i won't discount the impact that it had on the genre in general and how it made it more accessible to everyday audiences because before the 70s and even into the 70s horror movies were there, still there were really, really like exorcism movies before the 70s so much as possession movies but it definitely it definitely impacted the genre, and I won't, I won't take it away from its significance. I think everybody should probably watch it. Well, I, I, the only thing I have a problem with what you said is you said it had an impact in 1973. I think it had more of an impact in 1973 than it does watching it now. On the audiences or horror movies? On audiences. Okay, because it had, there was very few exorcism movies between like 73 and 1995. If you, were to, if you watch I it just, now... I was just checking. ...and had never seen it before, it's still... A, a good movie, but it just it has a tendency to drag. It is seven years long. Yeah, it's like a hundred. We have thirty-two minutes. Horribly watching this movie, and it's, it's we do it for you, the listener. The good parts are really good, but the down parts are really down. Right. There is that seems to be a common thing with the older horror movies. The good parts are great, the stories are great, but there's just so much nothing. Like zombies, zombie was badass. But there's just so much nothing you have to sit through to get to anything. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's another one of those movies that if you've never seen it and you're a fan of horror flicks, you should probably check it out. It's it's worth adding it to your If you haven't seen The Exorcist and you're a fan of horror movies, what are you doing? I personally would... You should have certainly watched The Exorcist by now. I give it a... I give it four, your your mother sucks cocks in hell. 10 out of 8. Yeah, that's mathematically inaccurate. 8 out of 10. That's better. 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> Reduce your fractions. We failed to mention in the beginning of this podcast, and I'm probably going to be scolded later, but that's okay, because I've forgotten I was drinking Uh-oh. Mexican beer. This movie was a listener request from Sarah. Even though it says the last name's on the uh, Facebook page any damn way, we'll say last name withheld. But she's my girlfriend. She tolerates me. She wanted us to talk about this movie, and that's why we did it. Anyone can send viewer requests. Anybody. Facebook, email, we'll go over all the details in a minute, but we want your input. Other than that, we're just going to keep doing what we do. Yeah, so, The Exorcist. I say watch it if you've never seen it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely a, it's a good movie. It's the kind of movie that's good to kick on if you're doing something else. Right. 
if you can fart around for an hour and a half and watch the last half hour but still know what's going on, you'll be fine. And uh, what are we gonna what are we gonna do about next week? Well, is that do you do you want to go with my? We're gonna default. How does this work? I this has never come up we, before. We've never had an idea for a uh, movie before. Time to announce the new one. So do we do my old movie? Do we default back? I don't know. Do we do one of your movies? I'm scared. I need an adult. I need an adult. Stranger danger? Yeah. Do you want me to make a decision? Are you capable of that? Yeah. Oh, Is yeah. that a thing you can do? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Next week, unless by Friday we get a request, we'll do the gate. Only you can stop us from doing the gate, people. Yeah. The gate is great. Don't listen to Chris. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to me. He's all hopped up on paint thinner. Uh, not just a cotte. <laughs> a little bit of paint thinner. A lot of paint thinner. Well, say, Brett, if somebody did want to request a movie, <laughs> how could they go about that? <laughs> well, you can reach us on Facebook, which is properly maintained at Slaughterhouse Princess on Facebook.com. Or you can go to Chris's Never Fucking Looked at It Again after we made hey, it. Hey, hey. Hey, we can go to Chris's. Not well ran. Better. Nobody even follows it. Some kid I've never heard of follows it. I don't even know this guy. Because you do nothing with it, and you leave that kid alone. What's up, kid? I'm sorry. You're the only guy who follows me. I'm sorry. We're at Slaughter Prince. It's Slaughter spelled properly. Princess No Vowels on Twitter, or you can email us at Princess Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at Gmail dot com. Oh, that was. That's... Post-production eats out the spaces. Okay, so what he was trying to say was oh. you can hit us up on the Gmails. I said it! At Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast. If they've listened to 12 episodes and don't know the name of the what? thing isn't Princess Slaughterhouse Princess. Hey, way to alienate any new fans. <coughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, we like you guys. You're all right. Good ideas. You can always check us out on the uh, iTunes. Yeah, we're on the iTunes, too. Fancy. Because we live in a modern... Gotta have it now, society. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. No dial-up modems here. I have a rotary phone. <sighs> False. 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 So, uh, I guess next time around you can look forward to the gate, or, uh, whatever one of you guys decides we should do instead. True. Just, just, have mercy. Please. Please have mercy. Yeah, I gotta deal with Chris to be nice. Does that wrap her up? Yeah, I think that's, I think that'll do it. Good night, America. <laughs> <laughs>